Hey, it's Jaden. And Melissa. And Christy. We're, We're the, the co-founders of Launchers Academy. And we help dropshippers become successful by providing the most relevant e-commerce strategies. You're tuning into the Launchers Academy podcast experience, where you will learn all the ins and outs of how to build your very own successful dropshipping store. So kick back, take lots of notes, and let's make money this year. All right, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our Launchers Academy podcast experience. If you made it this far, we are literally in episode 43 today. You guys have been such loyal listeners and loyal followers. We want to thank you so much for listening to us. Um, but today is a very exciting topic that I am very excited to lead, which is going to be talking about what are some lessons that we have learned from running multiple dropshipping stores. Now, there's a lot of lessons that we have, but we really hone it down to a few here that we think are the biggest lessons for you to take away if you were to start a new dropping shipping store in 2022 and beyond. And this really is going to help you shortcut a lot of processes, a lot of failures that we have had so you don't have to make the same mistakes that we did when we first started. It's going to save you a lot of money and a lot of time. So keep listening. Um, so with that, we are going to do a roundtable along with Jaden and Christy um, to talk about what were some of the biggest lessons they learned from running multiple dropshipping stores. I'm going to pass it off to Christy to start it off. Awesome. Thank you, Melissa. Um, so some of the greatest lessons that I learned um, more so on in terms of managing the stores, I would say is making it as efficient as possible and automating all the processes. Because when you are running multiple stores, there's a lot going on. So uh, when it comes to your store itself, so using Shopify, uh, making sure that you make it easy for yourself to navigate between the stores. Um, so Shopify has an option where you can simply add the store in and you're able to um, you know, navigate through the different stores and link it all up. Um, and then also if you use your mobile version as well, um, they in their app, they do also allow you to add in multiple stores um, so that you can manage different stores more effectively um, to really increase that efficiency. And when you have to, you know, look at your orders or look at your products, look at your analytics, um, you're able to navigate a lot more smoother that way. Um, so another tip in terms of, you know, some of the lessons just coming from um, not being able to manage a lot more effectively is uh, making sure you also double check your products. Um, so going into, you know, we recommend using Overlow as an app to import products into your store. And you want to look at the different updates on your products as well. Sometimes things change. Um, so you want to make sure that your you have your product quantity in there and you have the right links. Um, they're not broken or anything. So it's a lot in terms of making sure your products are all good to go and double checking everything as well. And the good thing about Oberlo is you're able to also you know, automate the fulfillment process. So make sure you really take advantage of that so you're not trying to order um, products on your own manually, um, especially when you're multiple uh, managing multiple stores. You're going to want to also make sure you order products efficiently, right? So. Um, just really leveraging the tools out there and making sure that you can be as efficient as possible. So especially when it comes to also, you know, changing, sometimes you might want to use your laptop or your phone to manage your stores. Um, you can definitely do that and 
it does make it a lot more faster to for you to navigate between different stores and making sure everything is good to go. So uh, really leveraging the different tools out there is super important. Yeah, absolutely. Any tool that you're able to use to automate the side of your business to make it easier for you and your team is really going to help you with not having to spend so much time working in the business. And it's going to give you an opportunity to work on the business. So with that, that kind of tailors into my point and segues very well is having a team. When you know that you have a consistent store running profitably, that's where you're able to scale up higher in terms of the number of people on your team. You might be listening right now as a listener and you are a solopreneur, which is completely fine in the beginning stages. But as you scale up, you know, have more orders that are coming in, have more customers that are asking you about questions on your products, on your brand, et cetera, et cetera, doing refunds, then you'll really want to outsource certain tasks. So you as a business owner don't have to focus on these you know, more daily operational or more mundane tasks. And instead you're using your energy and your time on things that are going to move the business forward, move the needle of the business, like marketing strategy. How are you going to get into you know, other channels, et cetera, et cetera, like what we've talked about in previous channels. Um, so outsourcing. And the number one thing that you should always outsource as an e-commerce brand is the customer service side of things because you don't want to have to spend your energy and time dealing with that. It's good to have in the beginning because getting real customer feedback is going to help you improve your brand, your store. But later on, when you are growing, you don't need to work on this task. The other thing about customer service is there can be you know, negative negativity that kind of comes through through emails. And you as a business owner don't want to waste your time and energy dealing with that because it's going to take not only energy and time away, but it's going to kind of give you a little bit of that you know, pessimism. Um, and you don't want that affecting your mindset or your day-to-day work. Uh, so aside from customer service. The other thing that we would say for you to outsource as well is if you're able to outsource, you know, other operations. So fulfilling orders, you as a business owner should not, you know, spend time doing that as well. Um, Instead, it should be a VA that you can hire who can help with fulfilling the orders along with helping with the customer service. That's a huge part. And then as you get more and more comfortable, continue to grow your brand even bigger and your company bigger, then you can outsource other tasks in your day-to-day that you don't want to do. And you can focus on just purely growing the business. Yeah. So my uh, lesson learned here is really paying attention to your numbers. And a lot of successful entrepreneurs, not only in dropshipping e-commerce, will tell you that you have to know your numbers. And it is very important to really know your numbers because at the end of the day, if you don't know and you know specifically to keep track of it, you're not going to make any money um, because a lot of entrepreneurs, um, a lot of people that get into dropshipping e-commerce, um, they don't pay attention to anything else other than how many sales are coming in. So they leave a lot of errors out there, like um, how much they're spending on marketing, how much they are spending on labor, how much they're spending on inventory, and uh, the list can go on and on as you scale up. And if you're only focused on one number, at the end of the day, maybe that number is actually not profitability, right? It can be great to make a million dollars with your store, but if you are expensing a million and a half in, you know, in terms of like um, expenses and overhead, that means you are backwards by half a million dollars. 
and uh, not to scare you, but it does happen to some e-commerce entrepreneurs that don't really page and pay attention to their bottom line and their top line and really just know their business inside out. So knowing your numbers, the three most important numbers you need to know first is how much you're spending on advertisement, right? You need to know how much you're spending on a daily budget, on a weekly budget, and a monthly budget. You need to know these numbers because depending how much you spend and depending how much you're not spending, that's going to dictate whether or not you need to make some different plays or some different strategies. Because if you're spending $200 a day only to get $100 in sales, there's something wrong. If you're spending $200 a day to make $2,000 a day, that's awesome. Let's spend more. So really your strategies when it comes to numbers is a day-by-day play. It's not just something you would look back once in a while, especially when money is on the line. So knowing how much you're spending on marketing is super important. Second is looking at the numbers you're spending in terms of your unit costs. So you do have to pay your supplier, you know, an X amount of dollars based on what you just sold. So you need to know specifically how much is going to cost you for the unit plus shipping. So that way you can have a good understanding of how much profit you're going to make on the marked up price of your product. Okay. And then the last number you need to know is really how much you're making at the end of the day. So what your total gross sales is. These three numbers are the most important because the majority of your dropshipping business is going to be really just catered towards ads. You're going to spend a lot of money on marketing before you get to the point where organic traffic, uh, influencer marketing, all that stuff will really take a huge um, play into your business. But it really comes down to marketing. So knowing how much you're spending every single day in terms of your ad costs, knowing how much you're going to have to pay your supplier, and know how much you're making in terms of gross revenue will equal profits. So if you find yourself losing money, so that means if you keep spending more money in marketing and keep buying more units from your supplier, you're just going to be losing money. So it's really important to take note of that because the goal is not to build a million dollar business that never makes money. The goal is to build a million dollar business that makes so much money that you know you're laughing to the bank. Because far too often we've seen a lot of people when it comes to drop shipping, um, they don't make any money. But it's cool to say, yeah, you know, I, I made a I built a million dollar store, but you're still living in your mom's basement because you didn't really make any money. You don't want that. So just really pay attention to your numbers. If you're not a numbers person, really, you can just hire someone for five to ten bucks somewhere, outsource it to someone who loves numbers, an assistant who can take care of all that for you. That just sends you a spreadsheet and go like, here are the numbers. Here's how much you're spending. Here's how much you're making. Whether you're at a loss, whether you're at a gain, you need to know that specifically as you are the head of your business, you need to know whether or not you're profitable or you're in the negative. And the last thing you want to do is literally you start your job shipping business and you run it for a month and you've spent $10,000 and you thought you were making $50,000, but you're actually down by $20,000 because you spent way too much money in marketing. Okay. So anyways, with that being said, really numbers at the end day is super, super important for all of us to really pay attention to. And um, if you care about your numbers, the business will care about you. And if you, in the, if the business cares, then you'll make money. So that's my number one tip a lesson that, you know, we've learned because we did not start off really caring about the numbers per se until we took it seriously and dove into it. We're like, holy crap, that's how much we spent versus how much we made. Um, And it does become a shock. So don't let it become a huge shock. Start early 
and get into the habit of really paying attention to your numbers. That is such a golden nugget and such a great tip right there. If at the end of the day, you're running a business, if you don't understand the numbers, if you don't even know if you're profitable or not, then what are you really doing? Why are you in this business, right? So understanding the numbers is huge and you have to look at them every single day. Spend half an hour or an hour, whatever you need to, to really look into your ad costs, profitability. Are you making money? If not, what do you need to change in order to actually make money? Or do you need to cut the spot loose, right? And never look back, move on to the next one. Very, very important. And from knowing your numbers, that's when you get to that profitability, get to that consistent scaling, you know what ad strategies to use. And then the tips that myself and Christy gave you on automating, as well as um, outsourcing is going to be a lot helpful when you get to that stage. So very, very great tips. Now, before we wrap up, just a popcorn, a fun question here. Hey, it's Jaden. Are you enjoying our episode so far or our episodes before that? Well, if you are, we just want to thank your loyalty and support for listening to our podcast because we cannot grow without you. So that's why up to this point, we're going to give you exclusive access where no one else has in order for us to help you succeed in dropshipping. And this is how it's helped our students become successful. And what we are going to share with you is one of our proven steps in order to find winning products that we believe you would enjoy. So in order for you to claim your exclusive access, all you have to do right now is open up your desktop or your mobile and go to launchersacademy.com forward slash method that's launchersacademy.com forward slash method and you'll get a lot of value from there and also more importantly you'll find out exactly how to find your winning products and how it's helped our current students find their winning product and you'll be on your way to success so that's launchersacademy.com forward slash method what was what was the hardest thing of dropshipping? Yeah, I can uh, jump in first on this one. Um, you know, after m- managing multiple dropshipping stores, I think the biggest challenge was really making sure that everything was, you know, optimized in terms of the website, uh, making sure that the branding was c- communicating to our target audience, uh, making sure that the different KPIs were being reached and just um, really looking at how the store is doing and trying to make improvements along the way to make even more sales and really scale it. Um, so that's definitely one of the challenges, but it can be overcome uh, by just being more organized and again, automating the different tools out there and just being able to look at different stores very efficiently and making sure that you understand how the metrics translate in terms of how it can be optimized to further improve the overall experience and making sure that um, you know the store is, again, watching your KPIs to ensure that it's profitable. Um, so I think uh, that was definitely one of the challenges managing multiple stores for me. You know, mindset's most important. Um, I can learn everything about a business inside out and that's great, but really just waking up every day to be able to implement what I've just learned day in, day out, where it gets repetitive, and especially when you don't see results, is really the mindset that's going to separate uh, you know, me from just giving up that day and moving on to something else and chasing something else or to keep going in hopes that you know success will uh, drop in, in front of my door and uh, I finally got it. 
finally got a taste of it. So it's really mindset. Um, and uh, for me, it was just kind of like more so when is the light at the end of the tunnel? Is there light at the end of the tunnel? And trying to get myself to stay motivated within myself and not having to depend on other people to motivate myself um, and also having to depend on other people to tell me that success is near, but just really me committing to that. So the biggest challenge is really internal. And a lot of people will have that challenge because a lot of us will start something with enthusiasm the first week, the first month. And then when you don't see results immediately, get discouraged and gave up uh, you know, all that effort and everything they put in um, at a hundred percent to the point where now it's literally just, you know, a thought in their back of their mind. It's just like, yeah, I tried it. It didn't work out. And that's the reason why people who start, they never really get very far because they don't really have a strong mindset walking into it. And it's really important to be able to overcome your own mental uh, struggles and your mental battles. So that way you're straight. Um, and if you can do that, dropshipping really takes care of itself. And for me, it was just battling with those internal struggles. In a previous episode, we talked about the characteristics that you need. And this is really based off of what we've seen and what we have had to you know, counter as well. We've definitely had days where we didn't have the motivation to do things, but you need to kind of push through and find the why and revisit that if you really need to, to get you to where you want to be. And, you know, anyone can succeed or maybe let me rephrase this. No matter which business you decide to do, whether that be an e-commerce, service-based business, an agency, et cetera, et cetera, there will be people who are successful and there will be people who fail. And a lot of times the people who fail, it is because of mindset. And this is not only for e-commerce, but for anything, you know, you do. Um, so that was very, very powerful. And with that, I hope that everyone listening had um, fun listening to this episode. I definitely did have fun hosting this, something that I've always done since I was young, since I was like 10, 15 years old, was I would literally Google on Reddit or just Google in different forums and look at what are lessons learned from people who are much more ahead of me. So when I was in high school, I would Google, you know, lessons learned of people who were like 20, 20 something, choosing university majors, colleges, et cetera, and learn from their experience. So I don't have to go through mistakes that they did because it's almost like I've learned from just reading. Um, so I hope that this is what it's going to be for you when you listen to this episode, because there's definitely a lot of golden information here. If you take it into heart, you'll be able to skip a lot of mistakes or a lot of shortcut your way into success faster. So happy listening and see you in the next episode. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, which we believe you did as we dropped a ton of value, support us by giving us a five-star rating. That's five stars, not three, not four, but five stars. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please leave your comment below. And we'll be sure to get back to you. Take care and until next time.